You're listening to the Black Eagles podcast. Welcome back, everybody! Episode 134 of Besiktas International, the Black Eagles podcast. I am your host, Sinan Sporting, live from New York City. And with me again, the co-host extraordinaire, the Akman himself, Evran Akman. How you doing, sir? Doing all right, how are you? Okay, okay. Uh, better, I suppose you could say, with, with, with everything going on. Today was a, was a good day amidst the sea of chaos, with all the crazy news going on in the world, but um, we do have something else to talk about. Just having basic times to talk about, without giving any spoils away. We don't even talk about wins or losses or anything else. Just having basic touch to watch. It was a bright spot these days. Um, since we had so long apart, you, you know, especially I guess, right? Weren't you at least happy yeah, to wake like up? Yeah, something days. Weren't you at least happy to wake up yeah. on a match day? Game day. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we got a big match to talk about today. Denizlispor, uh, was it? A, this was an away match, right? We were in Denizli. Yeah. Which um, I've been to that stadium before. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, Denizli has a pretty serious. Local following that can be noisy. I bet it could be a bit of a pretty uh, hostile environment. Um, so coronavirus doing favors yet again for Besiktas. But um, I, I think probably I had a couple fans up in the apartments. I'm not sure if you yeah, were. Yeah, you know, green, green flares. Green flares. <laughs> uh, no, Denizli has some legit fans. You like to see that. Um, and and Denizli has actually done fairly well this season. Not coming into this match, is that right? Everyone, how was Denizli no. pairing? No, not quite. Uh, they were tied. They were one point ahead of us going into the game. There you go. Um, with two extra games played, um, or well, one extra game played. Yeah. Um, so they were needing points to get out of the relegation zone. Is that right? And, oh, I thought I thought they may have yeah. put together a few decent they're, results. They uh, they're on the same points as Trabzon. They they managed to win the game before us against Genshlerbly and Ty Konya before that, but they lost two of the first three. Oh, bummer. Including a uh, paddling to guess the pet 5-1 on opening day, so. Well, it'll happen, you know, it'll, it'll happen at times, but no, I mean, yeah, I I think the Nizli could, could stay up. They have, they have it in them, but uh, anyway, that that's how things were coming into this match. Let's talk about the match itself, and obviously where we always start, we're going to talk about the lineup a bit. Everyone, uh, tell us who started here and, you know, what what, what were your thoughts on it? Yeah. It was an interesting lineup. Um, Ericsson obviously in goal. The back line um, in Sakala. Uh, I guess the, the center back tandem of Vita, Wellington returned. However, they switched sides. Wellington was the right center back and Vita was the left, uh, which I think was not a big change, but it was an interesting change. It was change. a change. Uh, Rosier came in. 
for his debut. Yeah. Uh, we decided to rock a three defensive mids. Again. Um, Dorukan, Solzan, Atiba. But Atiba actually like played as a 10. Yeah. Um, slash second striker. Or at least, yeah, at least <laughs> as a central midfielder with some weird attacking midfielder yeah. instincts. I don't know. He's never quite uh, an attacking midfielder, is he? But yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, how about those wings? And then, uh, how about those wings? Yeah, we had Gezal and? made his debut also as a traditional winger, winger and uh, the family man, Kyle <laughs> Laren, played as like a wing forward. Yeah. Um, Weird, because you know, like, that's really in Abubakar's We wheelbarrow. thought he would be, like, the traditional nine, but uh, he was the wing forward, and Mr. Abubakar got his start, start number up two top. for Vincent. Yeah. The main man, the legend. Yeah. Um, so what were your thoughts? I mean, obviously, like, my first criticism, like, we'll start from the back line. Let's might as well. Um, is to see Vida and Wellington. I, I really thought Montero earned that spot over Wellington. You hoped for it. But uh, Sergen's got the uh, the Wellington itch, I guess. Um, second, and probably the main criticism of that starting lineup, three defensive midfielders. Really? We're doing that, huh? Yeah. We're really a club who has <laughs> so little talent that we're like offloading and talking about Birak Monteni and all that. And yet... The, one of our biggest salaries and best players, Adem Ilyayic, we're just gonna just gonna put him on the bench, huh? That's that's how, that's really how yeah, we're rolling. I mean, I guess it's worth worth mentioning. Uh, Hasic and um, Mensa were both out uh, for an injury and Corona, yeah. so I guess that's where two options maybe. Um, but we still had Ilyayic and Ozan on the bench, um, and we chose to go for three. Yeah, three, uh, the triple the six. The triple six. <laughs> <laughs> but it, they didn't end up playing that way. But uh, you know, it was it was the something. mark of the beast, right? Isn't that the triple six? Oh crap! <laughs> um, yeah, that was man. Um, I I'll never. I I was critical of it at the end of last year, and I guess I'll bring it up again. You you can't. I don't care uh, what form Liaj is in at any point. You gotta get him into form. He's gotta be playing. He's one of those guys. I was just happy Nedjip wasn't a quadruple six. True, that, you true. Know? <laughs> yeah, no. And... <laughs> that, was, that was just counting my blessings. Fair enough. Yeah, no. I mean, honestly, yeah, I, I wasn't too upset. Joseph is a guy who you love to see in the lineup regardless. Um, Atiba, you can't get too upset about seeing him in there. Dodokan, with those two other guys, okay, now, now you're stretching things. Seeing Laren on the wing, Okay, uh, okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm. I think I'm okay with that versus, like, for example, Kuvan Yelchin. Um, again, I would have yeah. probably put Abubakar rather than Land, but um, given that Gokhan today was just sitting on the bench like that, you know. Okay, now now we're again kind of veering into the uh, into the wacky a little bit. But do you have any you know parting thoughts on the lineup there? Ever? I mean, it, it was an interesting lineup choice. Um, I think before the game, I was saying I'm assuming our fullbacks will get very high. Um, they sort of did that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess he was looking to exploit the pace of our fullbacks, have a real physical presence on as a winger. Um, you know, like a six foot two <laughs> Kyle Lahren. <laughs> yeah. Um, the monster. Yeah, he's, he really <laughs> does look like he's like twice. He could like... Yeah, a little bit one of the other guys on the pitch, <laughs> you know, they and just fit in there. I mean, we had a T-ball, like, legitimately playing as, like, a, a 10 slash, like, he was really up there. I was 
almost confused. At, like I did not expect that at all. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a big Canadian force out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the Mounties, right? The Husky Mounties, whatever they're called. Yeah, no, um, weird. Yeah, Saragan has some weird. Uh, you know, I think he's actually a good coach, but he's again like he's not a good evaluator of talent, and I and I think that most clearly manifests itself in the decisions he makes as far as um, starting eleven. Uh, the substitutions, you know, are often a bit of a question mark as well. Um, yeah, so for sure, he waits for rest. And for yeah, rest. not not just waiting, but he often the, makes the wrong one as well. Um, but so yeah. you know, we'll we'll, we'll tell we'll you. Get into that, yeah. Other, uh, so let's yeah. let's do that. Actually, let's talk a little bit about. So so yeah. right off the bat, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I saw the lineup and I thought, oh no, this isn't good. I literally, I don't know if you noticed, but I didn't go into the group chat until we had like a, a nice <laughs> until things were going to be kind of clear because i was so worried about the lineup and i didn't want all that negativity that we tend to see in the group chat but despite that we came out and we looked pretty good right off the bat right yeah i mean i wouldn't say we were like amazing um but you could it, the, the system looked to be working right. better than other three sixes what happened with mustafa yumlu in the beginning of it uh, yeah, there was like a through ball, not through ball, like a long ball to Atiba down the line. And as he was chasing down Atiba, he pulled up his uh his groin. And that was that, like first Yeah, that, I, I, that was so wild. I, I didn't, like, I kind of turned away. I was making a coffee or something. And I turned back and I was like, oh, he's, he's out. You know, he looked like he yeah, was he clearly was out. <laughs> I'm assuming he was carrying an injury. Was, uh, he did not last long at all. First sprint, he was done, so low start to the game i guess we get to wait a few minutes for all that to get yeah but uh what was nice was that we were rewarded for our wait pretty quickly right off the bat and it was atiba hutchinson who uh 13th minute what happened there abubakar with another number assist 13. by the way yeah and he's number 13. yeah i mean subotic made a bit of a bit of a howler gave the ball away to atiba um just in their own defensive threat outside the box um Tiba played a short pass to uh, Bubakar. Bubakar like, kind of glided in and then did a pass back across um, to the left side of the box to Atiba. Um, he had like, it was a tight angle, had a defender sliding on him, the goalie coming out, and he kind of shot it straight. Uh, but the defender kind of flicked it over. Yeah, his he own got a little help there. A little bit of. A little bit of luck, a little bit of luck. Make, but, um, it's, it's the kind Atiba of the, 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 the luck you make. You know, that was made luck, if you will. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I uh, was fortunate a little. Um, yeah, and then from there on, we were sort of comfortable on the ball. We looked more likely to, to, to do damage. You know, Denizli really didn't threaten us much, really throughout the game. I don't know if they had many chances beyond the one, but we'll get into the one. Um, yeah. Dorakon. We get himself a yellow card in the 25th minute. That's relevant because who knows how that'll hurt us down the long run. Uh, Valentin Rosier, who was solid, um, got himself a yellow card in the 35th minute. He was solid, but he looked like he had the capacity for some clumsy errors. Yeah, Rosier got into like a bit of a scuffle with. Yeah, he uh, had a beef going. <laughs> Sagal from Dennis Lee. Yeah, he had a beef going because Sagal kind of like pulled him, like when the ball was out of bounds, like trying to get yeah. the ball back uh, for a throw-in. And they went, you know, forward to four. And the next time the guy like, gets the ball, 
it, it was offside anyway. And then Rosier just like cleaned him out with the slide tackle. And the referee's like, I'm giving you a yellow card even though the play was over. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he just, like, it wasn't a red card, but it was like, it was, it was, it was yeah, there. it was, it was a nervy was, moment, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, Come oh, on, gosh. Dude. There was no need for that. Um, and, and his, he looked like he could be a hothead, let's be honest. But at the same time, I'm yeah, very he's, talented. He, one. He's, he seems like a little bit, I'm not going to say he's a nutcase because we don't know him too well, but he definitely has a, seems like he already has a tendency to do very undisciplined things. I think there's another, like, instance at the end of the game we just are like dribbling the attacker like multiple times i don't want to be an alarmist but i <laughs> got like, i got some yeah. quaresma vibes honestly <laughs> yeah too. you know what i mean he's talented yeah, enough he's I, I, quick I, I, and, and, and at the same time i was like oh god like don't don't piss up if quaresma was a right back he would be doing exactly, stuff like that exactly. um <laughs> uh, for bet for good exactly. and bad so um I mean, I think I think I gave him a seal of approval before he came, um, and I said I wasn't sure what his mentality was like, and I think I think he kind of passed that. Uh, he's a good player, but his mentality is a little questionable. Game one, we'll see. Yeah, how it evolves. Hopefully, you know. And to, to his defense, he clearly had something personal going on there with with dude on Denise, but, um Yeah, and, and didn't carry the whole game at least after his. So uh, just real quick, I wanna. Did Abubakar have two assists in the last match? Right? No. Um. Oh yeah, in the uh, in, in the, the friendly, friendly, right? He had two assists. And so and. But no competitive. No, games he almost did though, right? Assist. Or didn't he? Yeah, it was all oh, offside. That's right. So. Um, that's right. Yeah, with uh, Liaj, but. That was his first official. But so yeah, maybe this is gonna be something to look out for. That's technically three assists in two matches, although the one isn't competitive or you know doesn't count as such. Um, anyway, carrying on, speaking of Abubakar, 39th minute, we have a penalty. Um, some people put it up in dispute. I think the, the majority of people say it was legit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, his hand was out. That was not a natural position. Um, I guess it was a little unlucky. He was, like, right on the line, but the line is still the box. Um, it was, like, his hand was out, and it was, like, behind his body. Um, and the shot was clearly blocked. It wasn't, like, one of those... Little pea flickers that like barely graze of his hand. He clearly blocked. Yeah, and ball. I mean, let's talk about the build-up to that as well. It was fantastic. Um, ball moving all around the pitch. It drops to Atiba, who takes a, a shot. Um, you think? I mean, I thought, oh, don't do that. Like, I'm sure there's a better shot available. We're we're really yeah. coming forward. But somehow, you know, it worked out. We got the we got the handball call there. And who else would step up to take the kick? But. Vincent Abubakar, uh, want to describe the penalty, I guess? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not sure if you know Denizzi's goalie, Panta Limon. He uh, played in the Premier League for a while. Uh, he's six foot seven You're or wild. six foot eight, depending on your source. Um, you know, not one of the bigger goalies in the world. And uh, Mr. Abubakar calmly uh, slot, like, you know, looked at him the whole time, waited for him to move, and then slotted the ball casually into the opposite corner and that was 2-0 yeah uh and his first goal for Bestash in how many years is that five years i think 2017 three so. years sorry my yeah, years, yeah, yeah that happens to me a lot yeah. these days, so. to extend things out a little um but yeah so 39th minute we're up 2-0 um all my fears and negativity about the lineup and all that are sort of it's it's all kind of evaporating at this point i'm feeling pretty good uh, we go into the halftime, 
uh, still no real threat. You know, I, I hadn't even been made to sweat really at this point. You know what I mean? Like usually, um, and I, even in a, on a good day for Besiktas, you, you have a near heart attack three or four times. At this point, like going into the half, I, I'm feeling good. How about you, Evran? Yeah, I mean, I think the goals we scored were a little bit fortuitous, you know? Bro, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. There, so it was kind of like, well, this is nice. <laughs> no, I mean, it was like we uh, we had the ball a lot, you know, we were pressing with it. So it's, I think we were good for the goals in a way, uh, but yeah. I don't think our, our attacks were particularly graceful or anything, you know? Uh, but, you know, it was one of those days where that kind of worked out for us when... when yeah, I think Benzi would be uh, pretty mad at themselves for the goals that they conceded from, you know, from their point of view. But uh, Yeah, perhaps. You know, I think Abubakar, you know, I, I was just happy with... Even, I he looked a little rusty throughout in general. Um, just but I was happy to even, see right? him. Yeah, tired. I was just happy to see him, you know, in the big, in the important moments, make the right decisions, look calm, and, uh, you know take take responsibility yeah there was one uh play earlier uh, where there was a pretty decent cross i'm forgetting who it was from on the left side um and he kind of queued it up and sent it over the crossbar but i i, I, I was starting to feel like oh i think he could put one away today you know uh, and i did you know penalty whatever you know it's not as exciting i guess but uh yeah you know it was good to see it happen um so halftime we're up by two goals uh looking good generally speaking, come into the game, and somehow we come out even better. Uh, three minutes into the second half, beautiful cross-pitch ball from Rashid Ghazal, who you and I have been critical of as far as the, the move itself. Uh, but yeah, today he looked pretty good, we have to admit. Put that ball on, on the spot for Valentin Rosier, who took a few steps, cued it pretty well himself and put it on a platter for, for the family man, Kyle Larence. Uh, yeah, the wing striker. <laughs> yeah, the wing striker, sorry. Mr. Larence. Right, sorry, I took your job there. I didn't I didn't let you do the color commentary on that. Um, <laughs> what, what, were you, what did you think about that goal? Uh, it was, am I yeah, right I mean, to, to big up uh, Gazal on that pass as well? Yeah, I think it was, uh, Rosio played him in, made the run, and it looked like Gazal wasn't gonna play him back, and then he just kinda had this nice little dinked curling ball over the uh the opposing fullback perfectly into you know the path of rosario to just whip in a low cross so yeah and uh and it was nice to see you know a a right back who can run be a right back who can play a short pass and see <laughs> a right back who can cross um yeah and um we did it, it was just it was unusual based on the, the last six games we had to watch mr nejo back there so <laughs> and it really merits being mentioned uh, that Kyle Laren has now a knack for making the right run and using his physicality to hold off a defender uh, to, to do the toe poke goal, you know, or or not even. Sometimes he'll be uh, he'll stay upright and he'll hold the guy off the ball uh, to to pass it off. You know, he's he's seems to just suddenly be realizing that he's actually twice as big as his opponents and can maybe use that body of his to hold guys off and uh, to sort of uh, have Sometimes. a physicality yeah. advantage, right? Which should have been fairly ob obvious, I guess. But anyway, it's good to see him um, kind of conceptually evolving here. Um, you know, evolving his understanding of the game a little bit. That's that's a good sign, I guess. Um, 
Anyway, we're up three to nil or zero to, or nil to three, I guess. You know, just run a road. I don't know. I'm not. I, I, I always like to go with the, the higher number first, personally. Uh, anyway, uh, 58th minute, Domagoj Vida, yellow card. Do you remember? Um, yeah, I think he swung his hand back. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought that was a soft call. Yeah. I didn't think it was like a deliberate swing back. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, substitutions start coming in. Rajat Niaz for Aisati in the 60th minute. Um, Sagal left for Sako, which would be an impactful move. Hadi Sako, uh, he, yeah, he contributed immediately and he really kind of put us on our back foot. I, I mean, obviously, fatigue started to set in, and especially after this next moment I'm about to mention, but. Uh, his, his name is worth mentioning before then. 67th minute, however, a red card. Uh, deserved? Yeah. I mean, with the new, newer, not this year, but the newer, like the past few years, um, any like studs to the calf, um, it's a red card. Uh, I think we've gotten calls like this in the past. Yeah, I thought um, it was deserved. I mean, now, it's a dangerous play. Now it goes against us, yeah. It was, with he was reaching for the ball. Yeah, he was reaching for the ball, but he completely missed and just planted on the guy's, um, on the guy's calf. So with that said, I don't, you know, it, it, I don't think it was malicious, but I think it was stupid. I agree. No, I fully agree. I, I had yeah. no problem with the call, honestly. With that, especially said, because we're up three zero. Like I know if the guy so jumped past him, no just one would have like, yeah. cried. Exactly. Um, We'd have all been okay. But so. with that said, uh, not much later, R Rodriguez would. Play, have a dangerous play where he was where he put his feet up in the air going for ball. He didn't make contact, but I still think you call it, you whistle it. Maybe you don't necessarily give a card, but I just feel like in the name of consistency there. But anyway, um, yeah. So we're down. Yeah, a I, I think it's worth mentioning that Sozo was really good before that. I know, um, I know, I know. And then just kind of soiled it. Like, it was a huge for no L. reason. It was a huge L for us. Yeah, I, I think it was like he tackles like a like a little bit of like a madman all the time. But when you're up three zero, maybe you can take his foot off the gas a little bit you know save people's ankles but yeah um, just relax apparently Bella. not exactly <laughs> apparently not, no, he's uh, not. He's, was... he's, he's, he has no chill mode i guess uh yeah, yeah. No, he, he, he was doing all right until then obviously and that was that was huge that was a decisive moment for us especially because of the three sixes we had out there he was the definitely the one we needed the most yeah, he covers the most ground and wins the ball the most, um, especially compared to Dorokan. So. And what what's worse, I suppose, is that the, the worst case scenario kind of occurred real quick in that they had a nice uh, attack. Uzdemir set up Mesanovic, who sent in a rocket from the right side. Tight angle. Uh, some are saying that Erison should have done better. I'd contend that Mesanovic's shot was, was a hell of a shot, a ripper. What do you think, everyone? I mean, it, it's not like there's no blame on uh, Erson at all, but at the same time, to say it's his fault is kind of like it's that's a little much. Um, you know, I think if goalies we've had in the past, like Tolga, would have just stood there and be like, "Oh, I couldn't have gotten it." Like that—that's the I think that's the goalie, we, and then they would have, "Oh, you know, he didn't dive; he could not have gotten it." I know, yeah. At least he, uh, he got, got a down fist well. To it. I, yeah. I think. Not a fist, maybe that's the problem. A slight rain, or why was I imagining things? Say again. Wait, was there a slight bit of rain uh, in the game, or am I imagining things? Maybe a slick pitch scenario. I don't scenario. know. If it was. No, there could have been. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not. This is the, it, it was a hard shot. It was low, and then he kind of got like the top of the ball, 
and he, like it skidded like below his hands. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, my only thought is maybe if I think he probably is frustrated with himself. Yeah, and I can see why people say he has a part to blame, but it's not like it was like a howler or something like the Trob Zone game where he just came out for no reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I guess in, in a moment <laughs> that didn't matter much. Yeah. yeah, no, um, I I don't think I'd blame him personally. I think he makes an effort to get to it. Gets a hand to it, maybe a fist does better. I I don't probably not honestly because you want to control the touch better. I yeah I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a little hey, slow. Yeah, he's just a little slow to it. Yeah. But to be honest, that shot was extremely fast. It was a hell of a shot. Um, I, I I yeah. In scenarios like that, I really do tend to give credit to the to the to the attacker there. I thought that was a nice put away. But anyway, um, seventy seventh minute, the first sub, and that for me that's really where the issue lies. You know. Uh, it took nine minutes for them to score after we went yeah. down a man. In those nine minutes, you, you you could tell we were flagging a bit, especially in the middle of our defense, because, of course, that's where we lost a man. There should have been a sub immediately. It shouldn't have been a like-for-like like sub. I'm not saying Dorakon shouldn't have come out, but I think you also then maybe make another sub to fortify the midfield there, maybe take off your striker. Right, yeah. you're up two goals. I was, I was hoping we were going to stop on like Ozan for Laren or exactly, something. Exactly, exactly. Um, or Ozan for Abubakar, whatever so, he was feeling. I'd probably prefer Laren, but yeah. Um, just, you know, take out a winger, striker, and then get that extra center mid in. So exactly. a 37-year-old Atiba is in. Exactly, and have uh, Abubakar sort of operate, you know, take out Laren or Abubakar. Maybe Abubakar, honestly, because you want to keep him fresh and healthy. Um, and have yeah. you have that sort of striker operating on the on the one wing that you've given up um, and sort of alternating right positionally and yeah exactly and, and and just focus on defending your two goal lead didn't do that keeping the ball and everything didn't do that um, so covering the space uh, it took yeah, 10 no. minutes to make a sub and then the sub was a like for like it was Nejip for Dorokan and Nejip yeah <laughs> and Nejip yeah exactly um, but still we're sort of hanging on surviving honestly I, I have no clue of ne what Nejip did in that 100 or not 100 minutes in that, like, 13 minutes he played. It was just, I mean, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I'm looking at the numbers now that said he had four passes um, and six touches, but I don't remember any of them. Like, he was basically just running around. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it, I don't even think he was running around enough, honestly. But anyway, um, <laughs> ten another 10 minutes passes. We make, it, we make uh, some more subs. 86 minute. We're still up 3-1 to one at this point, or 1-3. to three. Uh, Gukan Ture comes in for Gazelle. So again, like for like, wing for wing, we're not making that, uh, we're not committing ourselves defensively here with the subs, which I don't understand. Um, we do have five subs, I guess is worth. True. Um, but still, we're not doing it fast right now. Again, so now we're 20 minutes beyond the, the going down a man. Still, that move hasn't been made. Um, 88th minute, they make a sub. Uh, who cares who it is? Uh, 90th minute, we we take out Abubakar finally. 90 plus. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, 90, sub. I'm talking about the yeah, sub. 90 Abubakar. Yeah, 90 is the sub. Uh, we take out Abubakar <laughs> and we put in Guvenyachin. So again, like for like. So he's just not focused. And and at this point, we're we're it's like a bend but not break. We look a lot more likely to break than just bend at this point, you know. Yeah. All right, sure enough, fourth minute of extra time, Hadisako does it uh and he's been threatening to do it honestly if we're gonna be honest he, he was really effective in his in his minutes uh, uh assist from Thiago lopez goal they're down they're only down one now uh granted there's only four three or four minutes of extra time left but 
Uh, things are getting real intense. The, 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 in, I've said it earlier in, the, in this segment here. You cannot get a win from Besiktas without a little bit of a heart attack inducing moment here and there. But So, of course, we got it. And, of course, this time late. Uh, but we hold out. And Besiktas wins. <laughs> Three, two. Am I forgetting any moment or two to three? Sorry. Am I forgetting any moments there late where they they pressed and almost took the game? I know Erson made one save I on don't... a cross. That was pretty good. Yeah, I think I think Erson made a save when it was still three one. I don't think there was any saves at three two, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it was just like there was a couple times where it looked like we were gonna score on the counter at three one, and then we just like. Completely, like, I think one, we had Tom Rosier dribble three guys and then, like, took a touch too big. And the other time, like, Terra dribbled and then just, like, left the ball behind. <laughs> yeah, I mean. So it was just, I don't know what was going on. Um, I mean, all right, so. And then the midfield looked ragged. Let's analyze this match in phases instead of going position by position. But first, what do we got statistically, everyone? Do we have any fancy stats out there? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, this is a new source. This is a Turkish source, so I'm a, hopefully they're not lying to me. Um, <laughs> no fake news. Yeah, but uh, the XG they have listed um, for us is 3.1. We scored three. And then for Denizlis, it's 0.4. And they scored two. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe I feel like they could have had a little bit higher i think 0.4 is a little low i think like those chances were decent but i think overall it's about about right that they kind of scored above you know the chances they created um, the, the only two shots they had in the box went in um, we had multiple yeah shots. i actually i i think if you consider the first goal and the angle and everything you know it's not like it's a high likelihood for that, you know what I mean? Even despite the effort. Yeah. So, no, I, I get that it'd be a low, a low number there on their XG. And I would imagine we'd have a pretty decent one, you know, all things considered. We had a lot of the ball and, and a number, I mean, we had what, like 12 shots on goal? 18 shots on goal in the end. Uh, only five on target somehow, yeah. but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you want, right? Like, not bad. And we and we had we had the possession numbers as we tend to, right? Although it was real close this time, wasn't it? What, what, where did that end up as? Yeah, I think at the end, I don't know what it was earlier, but at the end it was we had fifty point five to their forty nine and wow. a half, so basically fifty fifty. Wow. Um, I'm assuming that number for us dropped a lot when um, I was gonna say yeah, got the red card. Because in the first half there was a period of time we were like seventy percent. I mean, um, when it was one zero, you so. expect it to go down when you're up three to three to nil. Honestly, you know, um, with so much time left, you expect them to be the ones more aggressive and attacking and hold the ball a little more, uh, just inherently. And given the fact that we were down a man, of course, that would sort of be exaggerated. Even still, I'm surprised that it was fifty fifty, uh, considering you know that we weren't a man down the whole game. So I don't, you know, that's interesting. Any final thoughts there, statistically, everyone? Any individual um, stats? Individual stats? Um, I mean, I think Rosier had pretty good. He had 10 out of 14 duels won. Um, nice. Which is pretty good. Uh, Wellington actually had a pretty good game passing-wise. Um, I think at the end, though, he, he was okay. I mean, I, I think people might blame Insaka a lot more than Wellington. Um, yeah, well... 
overall i don't think there's any like insane performances by any anybody um i think rosier was was pretty good uh laren was he was active he, he won 11 out of 19 duels which i think is one of the things we've had issues with when guven plays out there is like he doesn't do anything. yeah i mean he almost doesn't even have any chills yeah. uh, i think there was a couple times where laren looked kept slipping in the first half i guess he wore the wrong cleats and there was a couple times where i mean maybe that that he looked a little clumsy that, but overall i would say he was more active than guven um, i'm not I sure mean, 100 percent if i run to what you're saying maybe there was some some spritz uh, on the pitch you know a little bit of rain not, yeah not a lot <laughs> man was he was on the i'm not sure if you remember like that first like cross from Gezal and he just yeah, fell yeah, over he, stumbled. he was stumbly then, a little um, stumbly, yeah yeah so he, he, he was a little clumsy a little maybe it was the maybe it was the pitch but rain definitely overall rain. he was active and then um i think for Gezal's first game he had four chances created which is good yeah. um but he lost nine out of 12 duels which is probably not good you can see he's kind of um, he's a bit he's a bit soft you know we're gonna worry about it yeah he's a bit soft but um, uh yeah good and his shots were pretty bad also but we'll yeah. see we'll see going forward um i think i just like wanted to hate him because it was a stupid move honestly. of the uh the transfer <laughs> around stupid it uh, yeah because yeah, it was a terrible, but, uh, <laughs> it was a terrible <laughs> but um you know we'll see going forward what what he's got to offer but he's clearly a, a talented player at least but you know we only have for one year and all that stuff i'd love to eat my words i i i hate that he and rosier are probably the players of this match <laughs> honestly because those are the guys that we don't have options to buy um and i mean i don't know hope maybe we can still finagle purchases if, if uh if we want to but i don't, I don't know it feels probably like if we not. want to it'll be because they've played well enough that they'll be priced out of our range. Their value will be, yeah. <laughs> so that sucks, honestly. Um, let's... Any other stats before we move on to analysis here? Um, not really. Uh, I think I mentioned my our Nedjip stat of the day. Six touches in 13 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's funny because ghosting of all the things for Nedjip to do is what you don't expect of him. You expect him to at least make some boneheaded challenges or something, but... Uh, to just disappear like that is is particularly discouraging. I, maybe he's bummed to have lost his position again, uh, but I don't know what he would have expected, honestly. Um, all right, so let's 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 analyze this match in phases. Let's look at uh, instead of spending so much time on each individual position. So, for example, let's start in the back. Let's talk about defense, and we can include the keeper in that, obviously. Um, who stands out here today for you? Vita was um, solid, I thought. Wellington, fairly solid. Yeah. And Sakula stands out in, in a negative sense, right? He had a couple um, errors. One that almost I mean, yeah, led both to the goal. goals came down his side. Yeah. So I guess that doesn't... I don't think he was awful. He just got... Um, he's, his issue seems to be fatigue. He seems to... <clears throat> he seems to have an issue... <clears throat> excuse me. He seems to have an issue getting burned by... Um, quick substitutes, you know, like after the 70th minute or so. One thing is that he's like, he overlaps a lot, and then in the early portions of the game, and maybe it's a little tired. He's overextending himself. Um, yeah, could be. Yeah. I mean, also, it's possibly. early in the season. Also, we were a man down, but so we had to, to cover be fair, more. I mean, he did get burned. Sako is like really fast, so I think it was like, and Sako is fast, but Sako is faster. And if you get one step wrong, 
or you're positioning yourself wrong, you're you're gonna get burned, burned by him. And he's, uh, he's not the most talented player in the world, but um, there's you know there's re reason he scored three goals and. 1,500 minutes last year. Instead, I just look. Man does not score goals, but you know, <laughs> he got his first goal of the season today just because. Pace. And Sakala and the, the left side of that defense was not in position, and he just you know just paced right through. And so. and you have to rec remember, I mean, and Sakala's covering a lot of ground for some some time at that point too because because yeah. of us being man, man down. down. All that. So uh, everyone is allowed to be a little more tired than usual given all that. Um, and, and because they're holding the ball as much as they did in the second half and, and posing a threat to us. So we're, we're kind of, you know, doing the whole bend but not break thing. So, you know, that, that adds some tread to the defenders and makes them more tired, you'd imagine. So, I mean, it, it's just, you know, I, I want to see him nail down a solid 90 minutes, you know. And, and ideally, in our next match, we'll, we'll have 11 guys on the pitch for 90 minutes and we can really see this start to happen. But... Uh, anyway, yeah, that he's probably the one that stands out there. Rosier, on the other hand, stands out as probably the strength of the four guys in the back line or five. Yeah, we include I think his, his feet look good as I as I kind of predicted based on what I saw. Um, and he actually, you know, he had an assist, which I didn't think. Yeah, we, we were we, we were worried about his passing, but that really shined uh, yeah. today. His, his crossing was I think we only really had one cross, but it was good. Um, Perfect, even. And outside of his little mental lapses where he try to kill somebody you know? <laughs> <laughs> that guy was annoying though i'll give him that i'll give him that <laughs> um no i'm kidding um yeah no i great debut though honestly and in a sense like he gives you something to look forward to in the next match i want to see if we can get more of the good and less of the bad obviously yeah um midfield now the midfield is expansive in a match like this we have five guys three <laughs> three defensive midfielders and two wingers. Um, let's focus on those defensive midfielders here. Now, Dodokan was a was an engine, as you'd expect. Less of a clumsy one than he had been. I mean, granted, remember, he's coming off almost a year of not playing. Um, yeah. So it's it's good he's settling a bit, but... Um, he was pretty quiet. I mean, I think there was a lot of times where he ran hard. Yeah, And, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, he gauged and... He, you know, tried to tackle, committed, but like on the ball, I don't really think he did anything. Um, agreed. Yeah, fully agreed. I mean, in 70, what, he played 77 minutes. Let me check. He completed 15 passes with a 60% pass success. Yeah, he's, I mean, that's, he's that's not great. Not great. It's his style, though, you know? I, he's not going to be like a precision guy. He's really just going to run hard, you know, when, when other guys maybe aren't, and he's going to. Like the thing about his challenges too is he'll make these efforts where he's he'll fight three guys off the ball and he'll like you know but there's nobody else up in support because it's not like a logical time for an attacking move you know what I mean so it's just him doing his own thing yeah I mean he's he's kind of a, a loose cannon like that but I mean it 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 would be fine if everything else was okay you know what I mean like if he was just the second defensive midfielder you know he has inclinations to go up and attack sometimes so fine like but given he's the third defensive midfielder yeah. it's it's just excessive i don't think he's really earned the spot no. over liyayich over ozan come on like i don't think yeah I don't, come on over certainly so, not over Mensa. i think that trobs like when he came off the bench in that trobs zone game he played quite well but since then he's just been downhill oh. yeah sure uh <laughs> so. and remember he had a few a couple goals 
early on in his career with Pesci Tash from like long distance yeah. shots. We haven't seen any of that in a while. Uh, but I guess let's also no. remember the good news, I suppose, is that we know that Bernard Mensa is slotted into that position once he returns. So at least we'll get that. Um, hopefully we can also get maybe another, you know, Aliyaic in there as well. I still want to see that Aliyaic Mensa uh, Joseph central midfield because that, that should on paper be the best in Turkey. Uh, you'd imagine, but uh, we, we're, we haven't Did seen we it see yet. For... We haven't seen it yet. No, I don't think we have, actually. You're probably right. I don't think so, yeah. Um, maybe... In the Konya game, we did Dorukan Mensah. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, we saw... Uh, yeah. There was... Joseph wasn't fit yet, so... Exactly. It, or not even fit. It was. He was uh, not licensed. He wasn't available, yeah. Um, but anyway. Awful. Uh, let's go to the wingers. And so we have Kyle Aaron somehow. And Rashid Gazal. And, and, I mean, honestly, you can't hate on Kyle Aaron's game. He scored a goal. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if he can do this every game, I won't complain. But, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's, he's a useful player. I don't really think I it's it's hard. Because um, I feel like if, off the bench, he's really bad. So, you kind of have to start him. Um, and in this... In this game, I think with Hasic out, Artakan out, Kudu out, I think it makes a little more sense you have him out there. Yeah, but again, maybe not there, right? But yeah, whatever. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, I would rather have a more technical player. Yeah, I, I mean, Abubakar but, is, that's something he's done. I don't, I don't quite understand why you do things differently there, but... Whatever, it, it sort of worked out today, and ultimately we know, given all the guys who you said were out, that, that's not the long-term solution. I still honestly have hope for a good Nkudu season, and I said the, the one caveat was if they could stay healthy, and then he literally hasn't appeared yet <laughs> because because of that, so that stinks. But He has not played since the Powell game. Yeah, so. well, yeah, sorry, I, since I said that, I mean. But, um, yeah, I still I still believe in Kudu is obviously probably our best I mean maybe Gazelle is our best winger now technically but whatever I still I still have high hopes in uh in Kudu and I I hope he comes back out there I, I think we, we've seen him training with the team for a couple weeks now so it should happen uh you'd hope but um yeah Gazelle what about him um I thought he was a little bit weak in the first half um was didn't really get the ball a lot, but didn't really, uh, you know, do much. But I think in the second half, he kind of settled down and definitely hit some nice passes. Uh, there was a couple times where he cut infield and probably should have done way better in front of goal. And I think two times he took terrible shots. And then one time he chose the wrong option. I think he passed it to Atiba. So, um, you know, I think there's a little bit of pressure on him just based on, you know, he deregistered yeah, yeah, for real. a young player. Um, I think, you know, if, if he's going to be, I, I'm assuming they bring him in, you know, to win the title. He's a whatever, ringer, whatever right? He's got to be a for. ringer. Yeah, I would like to see, you know, like that Vistra type winger that is a more effective in front of goal. But we'll see how he, he maybe just needs to get more confident and more. And, you know, it's his first. Yeah, game, so. I mean, honestly, for match day one, he had a great match. He's probably one of the men of the match. Uh, I, I personally... If Joseph didn't get the red card, I was so primed to give it to him and, and have him be the, the shocker that you know, everyone looked at the flashier yeah. guys, the Rosier or the, 
the gazelle or whatever. I was I was really excited to give it to Joseph, and then he got himself carded out and really put the yeah, game I mean, in I danger. Think, <laughs> like, not that the ratings mean anything on like the the app, but before he got like right before he got the red card, he had, like a seven point five, which is one of the highest, and then he got he got sent I mean, off. Damn it! Like it, it's, which obviously it's, it's really stunk. Yeah. And it was it, and what's worse is that it was a good call too. He deserved to be to be sent off. Which so that's stunk. Yeah, just hopefully it's only two games. Not three. That's all I, I think it'll say. be two. I think it'll just be two. It should just be two. But honestly, that's the one position. At, at least we know we're not going to see three sixes next week. <laughs> Freaking out. Like, uh, we hope. I don't know. Just don't I know, say right? that. Nedjip, Nedjip, oh my god, don't. <laughs> no, we've got to see Liaj get out there. Crikey. Um, all right. Uh, last but not least, of course, Abubakar. Uh, he scores on a penalty, but shows fatigue. Not not even like when it's expected or whatever, but like for much of the game, he was pretty tired, huh? He he looked a little rusty. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but I, I was very happy to see him not at his top form, but still pull out a goal and yeah. assist. Because I think I think it's only up from here as he gets you know gets going. Um, yeah. And I think that like those there's those moments of of quality you can see it. Um, and if it's not clicking and he's getting goals and assists, I'm not going to complain. So when it does click, you know, I think we'll see a big season from the man. One of the things that I rate highly, and I think most people don't care at all about, <laughs> is sort of the mental aspect of the game and, you're in, uh, one's leadership capacity. And I really couldn't shake the feeling like throughout the match watching how players react to playing well to playing poorly how they lift each other up how they don't you know how they criticize each other stuff like that uh it seems very clearly to me that joseph atiba and abubakar are the leaders on the pitch uh, but so it's actually really nice to see a abubakar and joseph two new guys sort of immediately become a part of that like that that's an incredible strength to them but um, I mean, you expect it from Tiba, obviously, at this point. But uh, yeah, he he was the captain. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, it was it's that's something that I'm really glad to see in both of those guys because they've both been in Turkey before, you know, I guess. But uh, they're they're very much new to yeah. this squad, so and they're definitely more experienced players. I mean, Joseph, I think, has like one or two caps for Brazil, which is no joke. Um, and then Abubakar won the African Cup of Nations, played with us before. And I think his first spell, he wasn't really like a leader like that. He was more of like a moody player. But at um, the same time, like, like when a he good was on, part of the he locker was room. on, and when he was off, he was Not off, a bad so. part of the locker room. Yeah, definitely. Never. I meant like yeah. on the field. Yeah, no, sure. Moody sure. on the field. Like he would, he would play like a, he would drop a 10 and a 0 yeah, yeah. type thing. And it looks like he's kind of phased out of that a little bit where he's a little more mature yeah, useful um that like even though today he didn't have a great game his touches were a little off his dribbling was a little off you know he still wants the game consistently so. useful and yeah. just building up guys and, and leading the uh, leading his line yeah i think you're i'm not sure but i think he was yelling at rosie at halftime to like stop exactly no no that's what i'm saying <laughs> no. like, like, and then rosie came out came back and played much better i'm not <laughs> sure if that contributed to it but he definitely played much better after his little hot like Hit a little ten-minute gap where he was fighting. One of the, guy. the 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 moments um, that like is the low-key moment that I don't think people pay much attention to, but I always am very keen on noticing these little moments is uh, when you're setting up for free kicks because you know players don't typically have a lot of time to chat on the pitch, but it's really in those breaks where you're setting up a kick where you notice people kind of 
giving each other cues and who's talking more and who's just sort of like listening and trying to follow what they're supposed to do. Uh, and, and yeah, like that's when I noticed that Joseph Abubakar and, and Atiba are, are, I think, very clearly the leaders. Yeah. I think it also helps not when Joseph isn't getting sent off, just how big he is um, as like just an extra header. Um, clearing the ball offensively because I think in the like the pre like passes, you know, we had El Nenny um, and Atiba as like that was our two like El Nenny was not a physical presence at all, um, especially when you have Laren also and Abubakar. You know, that's just a lot of a lot of options in the yeah, air. Sure. Um, and he he brings a lot of intensity, so, <laughs> Joseph. That's for sure. I mean, he literally refuses to stop. Maybe he should. Re- maybe yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe it's up three nil. You can <laughs> relax. That's a lesson for him to learn. But no, I mean, look. Yeah. We've got a good squad there. The excuse of them being new to the team or not, you know, having these holes in the lineup, that's sort of out the window now. So it's good that like game one where that is the case, we get the result. Um, you know, you look back on a result like this long term. And if it is a successful campaign, you know, not allowing that third goal, holding out for the three points, th- those are the kind of those definitive moments in a season that can, you know, make or break you if you, if you, you know, if you know what I mean. But I, I yeah, that could have been really yeah, bad if, if, we, if we dropped points from three nil. But you know, again, getting the full three as we're sort of settling into this new team, uh, it looks like we have the talent now. You know, obviously the the challenge is going to stay is be is going to be staying healthy. Uh, and already that's been a challenge, and it was a challenge today. Uh, and we, that's why we see Laren on the wing. And- yeah, I mean, I think we had a lot of, I would say, I'm not going to say our most talented players, but I think three of our like players that have clearly have a high ceiling, Unkudu, Mensa, and Hasich, were all out. Um, so I think, you know, if, yeah, at least two of those come back. I think Ata, they should all be back soon, but, um, you know. There is a lot yeah, of time. And, and, and what's nice is that there's a bit just, of depth, right? Play, so, like so. being down Joseph, fine, we slide Atiba into the defensive midfielder role or whatever. You know, we have Vijic, we have, you know, I mean, Ozan. There's, there, there are options. That's... we got so much depth. We have Lens and Boyd. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they can't <laughs> Off even. The squad. They can't, um, but yeah, so I think let's wrap this up with some talk of, of where this leaves us in the standings. Uh, and everyone, let me hand it to you for a minute here. Yeah, so we are out of the relegation zone just like that. There you go. Um, so we have, we're in 12th place right now with five games played, seven points. In fact, wait, hold on. Um, Let me preface this by saying I noticed in the standing something that we were two matches, you know, we had two games in hand. And uh, as bad as things were looking, you know, us in the relegation zone and all that, it struck me that if we won our next two matches, those two matches sort of in hand, we could mm-hmm. theoretically be level with Galatasaray in third place. So, you know, I just want that yeah. out there. Uh, based on goal difference, we'll probably be in fourth. Um, yeah, right. Galatasaray has a four-goal advantage on us currently. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I mean, th- th- we're not going to make up that game, like, right away because it's, like, one team at a time falls, you know, loses the exactly. game. But, yeah, the top, what, um, nine teams have all played six games. Um, so if we had an extra three points right now with our five games, we would be in fourth place. So, yes, not all doom and gloom. Um, 
but you know, still a lot of work to do. If you start losing games, you're only you know two points clear of the relegation. Yeah, no, we can't afford to do t- no more slip ups for a little while anyway. Uh, we we definitely need to yeah. pull some wins together, but but not even just for the sort of mathematics of the standings and all that. More just for momentum, right? I think the psychological aspect. If mm-hmm. we can if we can put yeah. together a few results, then we can really start to to consider ourselves maybe contention. Especially this game, like we won, but it, the way it ended, I don't think was a huge confidence booster. No, well, yeah, especially um, because of how it ended. So I think, you know, you, you definitely want to get a couple more. Especially our next games are Malatya and Gazantep, um, which are, you know, teams you we Winnable, beating, winnable, so. yeah. Well, so yeah. where, where did you, did you do that? So we're in 12th now, right? We're, uh, we're level yeah. with like seven teams, is it? Eight teams? Yeah, there's six other teams on seven points. Um, Hatay has only played four games, though. Um, Sivas and Erzurum have played five games just like us, and then Bashakshir, Gazantab, and Gestika all played an extra game. So, yeah, pretty pretty so. decent there. Uh, and so, atop the table are the mighty Alanya Sport. I made a joke about how we had to start, like, Alanya Sport International uh, last year, I think it was. And so, here they are again. Uh, ho- holding down the yeah, fort, top of the table really. with so. Fener in second. We were afraid of them with all their big moves, their short-term, high-priced moves uh, that they could be a, a, a threat to the title, and, and they seem to be thus far. Although I still, I still believe that that's not the way to do it. They'll pay for their for their crimes. Uh, then there's Galatasaray <laughs> in third with ten. But again, right? Like we could have ten if we have six matches played too. So. I'm not yeah. that impressed with that. Um, and it's it's wild. Like that's that's how things are at, at this stage in, in in Turkey. There's so much parity that third place isn't has ten points, and fifteenth place has seven. Is within one match of striking third. You know that. I mean, yeah. granted, five matches played for most of these guys, or five or six. But um, you know, things have things are changing in Turkey. We can definitely say that. Uh, so when's our next match, Evren? Um, it's November first, Sunday, um, against Malatya at home. That's six days from next Sunday. Yeah, right next now. Sunday. Uh, so 11 a.m. for those of us on Eastern yeah. Standard Time, uh, which which should mean a relatively that kind of evening match in Turkey, I believe. Uh, 6 p.m. maybe seven. Uh, but so yeah, obviously check your local listings. Never believe a word we say about anything um yeah stay tuned obviously it's gonna be fun i guess it's worth noting we have two more games before the next international break so uh yeah enjoy it's a sunday and a friday two games in five days and then you're you have to wait another two weeks stop and start traffic here um yeah <laughs> so yeah hopefully we can start swinging some results together we can start showing that we're uh, you know, actually in contention, not just sort of mathematically. Um, but yeah, stay tuned, of course. Uh, follow us on the, the, the webs uh, at Beshiktosh I N excuse me at Beshiktosh underscore I N T to follow the mothership Beshiktosh International. You can follow us at Eagles underscore podcast for all the latest from us here at the podcast. You can follow myself at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot. Follow us on Instagram, Black Eagles Podcast, one word. Um, one other bit of news. Stay tuned. Our final raffle ticket 
sort of extravaganza. You know, we have the match-worn Atiba Hutchinson kit waiting to be raffled off. We've got a number of, of uh, contributors, donators, uh, which is great. We're giving these kits to the, the Besiktas Academy in Accra. We've actually been able to buy the under 15 squad kits already with your donations, which is fantastic. We're gonna get some photos in soon. You're gonna see where your money's going. Remember, you're not just giving money to these kids. All of the money you give us goes to Besiktas because we're buying the kits from the Kartal Yuvasa. So this is a Birak Mam this is Birak Mam Senek compatible, if you will. Um, we're giving our money to Besiktas and then giving these kits to these kids in Africa. Uh, and so, you know, doing good in all sort of ways together. Uh, so thanks for all your donations so far. Stay tuned for our last match-worn kit raffle. Um, Kartal Ower, one of our Scottish twins and I are gonna make a little video um, talking about the kit and then we're gonna do a second video where we, we reveal the winner of the kit. Um, so stay tuned for that. Last chance to donate. Um, donate at the site. We'll, we have the link in our podcast info as always. Um, do some good folks as always. Uh, beyond that, Evron, do you have anything to say to these folks? Go Abubakar, no, I'm joking. Go Abubakar. I'm looking forward to the next game, so. Yeah, we got something to look forward to now. Football's back, baby. Um, I do have to say one more thing. Go Besiktas International hopes you enjoyed this program.